Amen. So before we went to the break, Sister Ann and I were talking about how we have the, the five-fold ministry. Sister Ann, can you read the five-fold ministry? Because we want to just encourage you guys out here um, in regards to being ordained by God. God putting up, placing a deposit on the inside of you. And why do you feel the way you feel? Amen. But uh, can you read uh, the five-fold ministry? Okay. Ephesians 4.11. Amen. Through 13. Amen. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and the and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Amen. So um, this morning, we're not going to talk about the prophet or the the prophet or the apostle. Today, I want to uh, just share a little bit about the um, about the preacher, about the evangelist and about the teacher. Amen. Amen. A lot of times when we are we are ordained, ordained means that God has, and because God said, for He gave some, Amen. Yes, we're talking about what God has get, has given, and that's why whoever is called, you should be called by God, and it will be validated through your pastor. It'll be validated through through some some prophets who may come to you. It may be validated by some other um, leaders somewhere else, uh, you know, outside of that. But the, but nevertheless, it should be under your pastor, and God will let you know as well. But today I just want to talk a little bit about you guys standing firm and in, in your calling. Amen. Mm-hmm. Don't let don't let discouragement of numbers. Don't let discouragement of people turning a deaf ear. Don't let discouragement of about people who don't believe that you are what God says that you are. Because I'm I'm saying this this morning because a lot of times we get lost in trying to validate ourselves. Mm-hmm. Whether we're doing it as a as as a form of, of humility, which is I find is false humility. Sometimes it can be, or sometimes we're doing it just to, uh, so the person who's over us can say, "I see it in you now." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now it's good. Mm-hmm. God has done this thing. Yes. It's it's sort of like me trying to validate that I'm African American. Mm-hmm. Well, my ancestors were from Africa, and mm-hmm. I am an American, but I am an American. Mm-hmm. So I'm an African American, Amen. Yes. Point blank, it's nothing that I can do or say to change that. Right. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And God said, "I have given you, I have given you." Yes. So it's going to be a lot of. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The NIV even actually says, "So Christ Himself mm. gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers." To equip his people for works of service Lord. so that the body of Christ may be built up mm-hmm. until we all reach unity in the faith wow. and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Amen. So we see here. So says Christ himself. So Christ himself has done this. That's what I'm saying. So God has ordained. See, things that are ordained, because that's why we fight so much with the marriage thing in, in America, mm-hmm. is that because God ordained marriage. Right. And for anybody else to call marriage anything else and what it is, is blasphemous. Right. That's why we stand. That's why I can stand firm in that. That's right. why I, I, I emphatically and dogmatically stand mm-hmm. up for that, because that's what God said, that marriage yes. is between a man and a woman. Right. 
point blank. It's no. not going to change. That's what mm-hmm. God says. Now, you can try to do whatever you want to, but don't try to do it under the sanctity of the church. Right. Or, or, or under, under Christ. <clears throat> because it don't float. Right. Because that's what the word says. Right. And the same goes when, when God ordains you as a person. Mm-hmm. God ordains all of us before the foundation of the world. Mm-hmm. See, he lives outside of time. It's not like he was sitting there one day and he looked down and seen something that was so great in you. He like, no, this is what I put inside of you. Mm-hmm. See, that's what we have to get out of our minds. We keep thinking that it's us. Mm-hmm. Well, I did that and I did serve my pastor for 12 years and I did and I shined the shoes and I did this and, and I listened to the word of tenantly. It has nothing, nothing. I'm going to say this. I want you. I, I really need you guys to hear me this morning. You being called has nothing to do with that. You being called has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. How many times have we seen people come off the street, never been in church, never heard Holly, <laughs> never heard the word of God, only knew that their grandma was praying for him, and God says, You were called to preach the gospel. Wow. So so wh- wh- where was their works? Mm-hmm. See, we keep mixing our works with the works of Jesus Christ. Right. God said, I'm setting this up. So yes. when we look in the book of Ephesians, we see that what God is, is setting up. So God says, one, I'm doing this to edify my people. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I'm doing this so uh, I can build you up to edify people so they, they can hear about me and get saved. So yes. that means that that title of pastor, mm-hmm. that title of evangelist, and that title of teacher, I'm not talking about the prophet and, and apostle right now, but they are. They all instill operation today, I'm, mm-hmm. but I'm just concentrating on these three. The, you're called to do that. Mm-hmm. God has put something on the inside of you, Amen. Amen. To preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Now we may always had a, a desire to speak the word. Mm-hmm. Some of us have, uh, some of us have fear when we don't when we don't want to speak the word. Mm-hmm. But when God ordains you, right? Let me tell you something. Now you are already called. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. But when that anointing hits you, like that day when God just hits you with that anointing, mm-hmm. it'd be some people who never even probably been in church before. They'd be like, my God, I just feel different. Mm-hmm. It's something inside of you that you want to speak the word, whether you are afraid to do it or not. Mm-hmm. You're just like Paul said, we're compelled. Yeah, we're compelled to do it. Jeremiah it's said it's like fire. Yes. Shut up. In my bones, mm-hmm. and it's we're, we're compelled to 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 do what Paul says. Compelled, he says like fire. It's like oh my god, it's nothing that no one has to has to say. Hello, go preach the word. Mm-hmm. You want to do it, whether you once again you may be afraid to do it, mm-hmm. but God has done this thing. So, but we can't let we can't get caught up in churchisms mm-hmm. and 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 um making pastor smile, making the members smile. Or because we may have, uh, um, maybe because we preach like Jake's, we try to tr- preach like Jake's, or we try to preach like, um, what's the gentleman's name? Um, Looks like Oral Rettenbacher. Uh, Charles forget. Stanley. Charles Stanley. Oh. <laughs> or, or like Charles Stanley, he does look like Oral Rettenbacher. I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the popcorn man, Oral Rettenbacher. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have I have a mind that makes yes. me. I always compare people to, to animals. I know. I'm sorry <laughs> to animals and other people. That's how I remember who people are. But anyway, I remember Oval, but I remember him. By God, that's a, <laughs> that's bad. But anyway, but this is why <clears throat> we have a mind. Uh, um, 
this is the, um, the thing. We may have a, a mind like, I have to preach like Jake, or I have to preach like him, or I have to preach like Joseph Prince. God's going to develop you to preach the way you, he wants you to preach. <laughs> it's already inside of you. See, God has equipped you. So you're going to come off the way you're going to come off. But just have confidence in that. Have confidence in what? Not so much uh, they hear me because I sound like this, but they hear me because I'm preaching the word of God. See, if you start to preach truth, if you start to preach what God has said, everything will fall into its place. We keep trying to find out like, well, who like, well, you know, what, what group of people is going to be under me? And I'm more called to the people who wear these type of clothes. I'm called to people who wear dreads. I'm called to the people who <laughs> who drink wine and in social clubs. I'm called to people who business minded. You don't know who you call to. <laughs> God said, go ye into the world and preach the gospel. Right. That's the bottom line. We're not here to sit here and to make and try to uh, slice and dice and who's my audience and everything like that. That's business stuff. This is not business from um, from um, Wharton Business School. This is God's business. And God is, are, is into people. You don't know what you're saying that's going to make uh, people turn their heart. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, uh, to God. You could be preaching about anything. You can have. I'm talking about vernaculars now. You may have a different vernacular than this person and that person. But. You'll get somebody who is highly educated. Mm -hmm. You may have a 12th or 9th grade or 8th grade education. And all of a sudden, you got people in college who's listening to it. And see, we keep trying to validate ourselves by that. I only got 8th grade education. And they listen to me. They're, they're listening to God yeah. on the inside of you. Right. Get, out of the, get out of the rhetoric. Mm -hmm. That's rhetoric. When we keep worrying about, you know, could we keep trying to b boost ourselves up. up. Yes. Like, like, I have something. To, you have nothing to do with it. Right. It's all God. It truly is all about him. It's all about him. And when you get into that thing, because I, I heard cause, uh, my, my big brother, Dave, who's a bishop now, praise the Lord. Amen. My, not, not Dave over in um, London, but my, uh, my biological brother, Dave. Um, I remember years ago, people would say, um, I, some of my family members, because Dave, he has, because Dave always had a, a, a real great career. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he made a lot of money. And, and people would say, yeah, and Dave's to the, you know, the intelligent. But I'm like, no, no, no. If you sat down and talked with Dave, you would never know Dave had a, had a big job. <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't know. Uh -huh. Dave because loved the Lord. He was more down to earth. He just loved the Lord. Mm -hmm. so, so people thought that that's the reason why some people... Of high education, listen to Dave. But Dave, had, uh, under the, the church that he was in, he had more hands-on blue-collar workers with, uh, uh, under under that ministry than anything. Mm -hmm. You never know. God is calling people. It has nothing to do yeah, with, with you. you. So just go forth. Right. Go forth and preach that word. Right. Well, I'm afraid. It's not about your fear. Mm -hmm. It's about the word that God has placed on the inside of you. Yes. So I'll read it again, Sister A. For God has done what? So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the, and the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up mm, built until up. we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of of the fullness of Christ. Amen. My evangelists out there, a lot of you guys, I know you, you, you know, you got, y'all guys are full of fire and it's hard for you to see, you just sit still. Preach. You just want to preach and it's great. And I want you to go out there and I want you to do it. But this is the thing I want you to know. We have to preach Christ. Yes. We have to preach that, that, that Christ did it all. Yes. It's nothing that we can do in our own works that can make us, um, to make us, 
uh, uh, worthy of salvation. Because the Bible tells us that the law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And they said no man can receive eternal life through the law, but they only can receive it through the grace of Jesus Christ. In other words, we can't plead. In other words, we can't. And the reason why is because we can never fulfill the law. Right. No matter how hard we tried, we still could we never still fulfill yeah. the law. And the reason why was because we were all contaminated by Adam. Mm -hmm. So no, no matter how much we kept doing the duties. Mm -hmm. So when we tried to be justified, we by only can be justified by what Jesus has what done. Jesus has done. That's why it tells us in Roman and in, uh, in, um, Isaiah, Isaiah 55, come, everyone, buy mm -hmm. with no money. Mm-hmm. Buy, drink. It's yeah. free. It's free. It's totally free. Yeah. It's all. See, that's what. And the Bible tells us that righteousness was imputed unto us. Yes. So do we do we preach hell? No. We let people know that there's a hell. Yes. To shun. But we know that Christ died that we may have life now and have it more abundantly. Yes. That we may stand face to face with him one day. Mm -hmm. So evangelist, what am I telling? What I'm saying to the evangelist and to the teacher? Teach them according to the word. Right. Don't preach condemnation. Don't preach. We want to condemn people and scare people into the body. Let me tell you something. When I was coming up, when I was coming up, I was, I was tormented. Mm -hmm. I was tormented by demons. And then, and, and, um, sister A knows the story. Some of you may know the story out there. I was tormented in bed at night. I would literally, literally levitate off my bed at night. Mm -hmm. I would literally get slapped in the face by stuff that wasn't there. I would see and everybody. Would, oh my God. You know, that's that. It sounds like something wrong with you up, upstairs. It sounds like this. Let me tell you something. Demonic oppression is real. Once again, demonic oppression is real. I'm not here to talk about that today, but I'm just letting you know. The thing is, is that when we preach uh, fear and condemnation, the person never fully goes to God because mm -hmm. they always living in. The, did I do enough? world mm -hmm. so uh, you always can live oh my god this curse oh my god this did that and if you if but if you preach the truth that christ died for us and that his sacrifice abolished sin and removes and he is the final sacrifice mm -hmm. we would know that we are not under condemnation. Mm -hmm. But see, I, I will live under condemnation as long as you keep telling me, oh, you didn't do this. Mm -hmm. Oh, but you didn't do that. Right. Oh, you didn't do this. And that's for Good, it, but. But it, it's not going to cut it. Right. It's not going to cut it because it's not, it's every always night. always going to be that way. Because every <laughs> night I still went back to. Right. In my mind when the devil came back and tormented me, even after I got saved. Mm -hmm. Oh, you cursed. Right. Oh, you thought about that. Mm -hmm. You looked at that girl, but. Mm -hmm. You did this. Mm -hmm. You masturbated. Mm -hmm. You did that. Right. I was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. Get 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 what I'm saying to right. you. Mm -hmm. Torment it. Yes. Torment it. Mm -hmm. From the time I was 11 to the time I was 22. Tormented. Mm -hmm. Slept with the lights on. And that's why advantage when you go out here and you say stuff, you got to give Christ. You got to give that Christ done it all, that Christ has delivered people. Because if you don't give that, what are you giving people? Self-righteousness. I can pull myself out. And that's what Israel said when they, came, when they were released out of bondage. Whatever God said that, that, that he wants me to do, mm -hmm. I can do. Right. And God said, oh, you can. Oh, you can do it, huh? 
And God said, okay, well, I'm going to give you the law. Keep all these, if you keep these Ten Commandments, we good. If you can't, all these, all, all these plagues are going to come up, it's going to come upon you. Mm-hmm. Read it, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15. And his whole purpose for making the law was for the, for us to see ourselves. To see ourselves. That's the whole reason of the law. To see that we were going to come short. We were always going to fall short without him. Always. And we still do. Yep. Every day, we, you'll fall short without him. Because uh, the Bible says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse, for it is written, cursed that everyone is hanging on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon who? The Gentiles. That through Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So we have to have faith and believe that. Faith in what? What God has said. That God said, Christ done it all. They believe it. It's nothing that they can do in their own strength to be cool with God. But anyway, I'm going to go right back into some music right now. And when we come back, we'll be talking about a little bit about righteousness. Not unto salvation, but righteousness unto sanctification. Amen. Amen. How Christ even done that too. It's nothing that you do, boo. It's all him. All right. Be right back. And on the way in here, we was talking about that. This mm-hmm. just going over some things in regards to... When God anoints people, mm-hmm. he's not anointing them so they can be kept under in a box. In a box. Amen. He's anointing them mm-hmm. so they can be a, a light and darkness. Yes. So when you try to, no matter how much you try to block light, somebody's going to see it. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to see it. You know, and I, we, I just want to say this this morning because um, basically... I just want to encourage all the people out here who are ordained and God has put something into you. God wants to see you function. Yes. God wants to see you um, do what you do, you know, and, and what you do is you are being led by him and you have been, um, you know, built up by him to edify others. God put things into your spirit. So we're going to be talking about one of uh, two, a couple of the fivefold ministry calls this morning. Amen. Um, you know, teacher. Not, not not apostle or prophet, but we're going to talk about um, the pastor, the teacher, and also the evangelist. Mm-hmm. For, for God has ordained you, and everybody want to get. That's why I don't like when people say, "Well, I don't I don't believe in titles." Mm-hmm. Well, God and God induced titles. God mm-hmm. started this thing. God said, "You know, it's going to be a fivefold ministry." See, we can't stand on it on one end and then dismiss it on the other. Mm-hmm. It's not up to us. If it's a God thing, it's a God thing. Right. It's just like tithing. No, you see no one just tithing. You know, you know, you know, one minute you say, I believe in tithing. The next minute, I don't believe in tithing. No, because it's a part of the kingdom function. Mm-hmm. And we have to be open to it. So I just want to encourage. So we're going to encourage you guys a little bit, you know, uh, about that. Um, also, we want to uh, just uh, put, put, put the word out there. Uh, we don't talk about it much. We, we used to uh, talk about them all the time. But Pastor Joseph Prince, amen, uh-huh. that his broadcast it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Yes. His broadcast is awesome. <laughs> and if you want to be edified, a lot of his books are really, really great. You know, yes. uh, The Power of Right Believing, uh, the one you have here, Sister A, The Hundred Days of... The Hundred Days of Favor. A Hundred Days of Favor. It's a devotional. A devotional. And he also have... Favor. Unmerited favor. Unmerited favor. Every new believer, every... Every new believer should have that. Yes. Every new believer should Especially have that. Especially if you're going to a church where they actually preach the word of God. 
I pray that that's just that's not what churches <clears throat> do now. Yeah. Because I, I remember it when we were first Steve, people used to say, you want to get in a Bible-believing church? You want to get in a Bible-believing yeah, church? People say it, but we never know what it means. <laughs> like, yeah. well, don't all churches believe in the Bible? So, yeah, so, it, so that should be the thing now. It's been 20 yeah. plus years. So. Yeah, I mean, to believe, because uh, basically they all believe in heaven. Mm-hmm. But what do you believe about the um, believer today? Right. That's the important the covenant thing. Covenant believers. I yes. asked, um, it's so funny, it, I had a, a, a brief uh, talk with a Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was out and she was working. You know, I mean, they, you know, they, they believe that you have to work for your salvation and that you, uh, and I say, well, why did Jesus, you know, I asked the question, why did Jesus come? But when we got down to the nitty and the gritty of it, mm-hmm. I asked her a question. I said, I said, well, what does Jehovah think about you right now? And um, as everyone knows that uh, the New Testament books, some of them are to Jews and some of them are to Gentiles. Amen. Mm -hmm. Since we've been grafted in, it can apply to us as well. But nevertheless, but we know that some books are to the Jews. Amen. So we was in the book Galatians and I asked her a question. And the question was this. What does Jehovah think about you now? Because that is God's name. Christian, mm-hmm. we have get past it. Don't sit there and argue with people about God's name. That's his name. His name is Jehovah yes. or Yahweh. We put the we put the vowels in there, nevertheless. The unspeakable name. But anyway, and she said <clears throat> she don't know. Mm-hmm. Now this is somebody I've seen out on a corner for twenty years mm-hmm. plus. Twenty plus years. Because mm-hmm. I seen it before my daughter was born mm-hmm. and now my daughter's born and she's twenty two. So it's right. twenty plus years. Amen. Okay. So she was been she's been trekking for a while. And I just found it very amazing. So I'm not saying it to pick on her, but I found it very amazing. That you're out here doing something for 20 years. That God sure. God in- instituted the law, and then God gave Jesus Christ, who was crushed on the cross. And I said, what does God... And the Bible says, for God so loved the world, while they was yet sinners, he gave a son to die for you, that you may be born again. And when I ask you, what does Jehovah think about you? You say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That, that was so sad to me. Mm-hmm. That's very sad to me. Yes. Because we were reading out of their Bible. You know, some little things are a little different, but mm-hmm. for, the, for the most part, it has, you know, things in context. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this is part of my thing why I talk to Christians. Because mm-hmm. there's, so, there's so many Christians out here who just don't know and, and yes. have a, a foundation to believe what God has to say about things. Mm-hmm. What does he say about salvation? What does he say about titles? So, so that's why today when we get into a title, I really want to, <clears throat> excuse me, my, my voice is just breaking all up. Um, let's talk about it a little, a little more. Stop laughing at me, sister. Uh, um, I want to talk about it a little more because a lot of believers, you'll be surprised, don't know what they believe. Mm-hmm. That's true. They really don't know what they believe when it comes to their foundation. Mm-hmm. And no one has their, their scripture like this. Uh, this is what our church believes here. Like this verse, this verse, and this verse. We believe this is about the Bible. Right. You know, you don't want to sit here and, and keep changing. One minute I believe in this. One minute, one minute you say. One minute you not say. One minute you this. One minute you that. One minute you that. Because what it does to people is it sends them into it sends them into <clears throat> a place of wonder. Mm-hmm. And where there's wonder, there's doubt. Where there's doubt, there's no blessing of God. You will never. No there's no faith. Thank you, uh, Sister. That's what. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's the correct word. Mm-hmm. There's no faith there, and if there's no faith, I can't receive the things of God because I have no faith to to believe, believe them for it. Exist, yes. And that's why I we, so people look at me like I'm crazy when I say, you know, you know, it it depends on what someone's saying whether I tune you out or not. Mm-hmm. And I really do. Some services I don't go to because I already know the mindset of the person. Mm-hmm. And if you're telling me 
that God is angry with me and that he wants to beat me and, and do this to me, I already know that that's not the word. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is not the word. And I'm not saying that to come up against churches. I'm just saying it to say. We have do, to preach the word. We have to preach the word about to be Bible believing. Mm-hmm. Now, the people, everybody's still saved because we're saved by the, under the grace of God. Yeah, right. But it's what am I believing about God in between? Right. To receive his, his, his promises. Yes. These, these great and precious promises mm-hmm. of God. We, we read about it and we act like as soon as we do something wrong, we don't, we're not worthy of it. But we mm-hmm. never were worthy of it. Exactly. We never was worthy of we it. We only <clears throat> get an opportunity to receive it because of what Jesus, what has, Jesus done has done for us. And, if we, and that's why I say it's so important for us to read Romans chapter, oh, the whole Bible. But, you know, if you want to start focusing on things, Romans chapter 5, Romans chapter, chapter 6 and chapter 7 and chapter 8. You start to read those things and let the Holy Spirit start to talk to you. Galatians chapter 2, chapter 3. Start to read and start to receive these things because they are very important to the new believer. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get it. To, so today we want to just, just tap into a little bit about the callings. Pastor, teacher, evangelist. Amen. And these things are God. Amen. And how God wants to use you. Yeah, he wants to use you, boo. He wants to use you. Amen. So we're going to yes. jump right back into this music. Amen. 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 We'll be right back. You listen to Brother D on Ancestor A on. Praise Keep it up. This is our man. We go for a ride. From the Preachers of LA. Y'all call him Diedrich Hat. But guess what we call him? We call him Didi Dottie. Didi Dottie. Get him, D. Get him, D. 